The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, seasoned guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Long and Andy Lindis. Right here on 830 WCC, welcoming your home improvement questions by phone or by text. Let me give you the phone number, 651-989-9226. Lines are cleared. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, by all means, you can give us a shout right now. Or send Andy a text, 81807. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. You, you were gone last week because you had a kind of an, an important <laughs> engagement. We did. Uh, you, uh, your son graduated. He did. And it was a big party, and I do mean big. Yeah, we had a, we had a lot of people come through in the rain and... Luckily, we had a we had a tent in the garage cleaned out, and did you oh, have enough good, food for everybody? Good up north uh, grad party we had. Yeah, we fried up some walleye and pulled oh, pork God. and had a lot of fun. Oh, you! And I can't believe he's yeah, it's, uh, those eighteen years. Everybody always says it goes yeah. quick, it goes quick, and you know, it goes quick, and you never believe them when they're saying it to you. But then yeah. it happens, and wow, yeah, went and, quick, and then it goes even quicker. Yeah, as uh, down the road. But anyway, we uh, we uh, do this every hour, every Saturday, this hour, every Saturday, thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction. What have you guys been doing lately? Probably everything, but off the air, you had mentioned because of all the moisture yeah. in certain areas, uh, you uh, you saw some wet basements. Yeah, you know, it was um, it was a rough week for, for, for friends and, and, and family. The, the houses I went to looking at wet basements and people trying to save carpet, uh, I was in a window well that trying to figure out where the water's coming in for for a friend of mine that that you know the, the landscaping in the back and the neighbor's sub pump are trying to figure all that out and I leaned on uh, my buddy Jesse Treble and uh, called him up and said hey I need need some help out here to take a look at a couple of these and they're going to send a guy out next week and hopefully we can get to the bottom of it I also ended up in uh, Baron Chatek area looking at some oh. of the some of the storm damage up there um, tremendous yeah we had a customer of ours uh, that that lives up there. Um, fantastic lady we've, we've done work for her over the years we finished her steel siding job four weeks ago i want to say now okay four weeks ago so it's four weeks old and 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 she she lost a lot uh oh. did i just feel awful for her i i went out to take a look at her house and i've never seen this before um for those that don't know, yeah. uh, this is uh, the tornadic activity that came through. Yes, that this, particular. Yeah, area. this was five six miles south of Barron. Yeah. Um, Shitek. Yep. Yep. It's, I think it. You know, the line of the storm yeah. is the, they say the longest line of a tornado in the history of the state of Wisconsin from start to finish. And they changed their mind. They said it was bigger than they originally thought. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so she had this pole barn. Um, just to the south of her of her house. I mean, and there was a bunch of trees. You've seen the aerial photos of the before. I mean, it was gorgeous land, gorgeous land. All those trees are gone, but the pole barn was completely wiped out. And it took one of the eight by eight poles, the posts, and it speared her house. I've never mm. seen this before. Came in through the gable side, which is the you know the the peak side of the house. The, the pole did, and then came out her living room ceiling. Um. So and it was stuck in the side of the house. I saw pictures of uh, the amount of force that it had to have. And she had this. She has a gas fireplace on on this wall. And it, I, you know, it's, I'd never seen this before. 
the 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 force the with way that eight by eight hit the wall and she had this you know chimney from floor to ceiling in there you know not not a not a real chimney but just like a a, a mantle a brick mantle that somebody a, a stone oh, mantle okay. that somebody had built it knocked that like the the wall must have flexed so much it pushed that whole chimney and fireplace in the house about an inch and a half and then the wall went back to normal so now where the, that 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 brick was tight on the wall before, oh, wow. it's an inch and a half Gap. away. Yeah, and uh, you know, outside of the roofing and 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 some other things, she was she was there, and and we were able to get the electricity restored. I, Scott, the guy that worked out at your house, was was, was kind of neat. I, I called him up. I'm trying to figure out the electricity, what's going on, and there's wires hanging from pole outside, and um, I could see the gas line had been been uh, been hurt too but the the gas guys have been out there and was coming back out there so on a whim I, I called scott and he happened to be 20 minutes away so he was able to get out and we were able to figure it out at least get some of the power restored there but there's a lot of people dealing with a, a lot of things the gas company up there still is is running around uh you know this is a lot of total loss a lot of a lot of bad stuff a lot of people uh dealing with you know some of the worst days of their lives you've talked about storm chases before did you happen to run across or know of uh, any uh, influx of some of these folks oh we had a customer uh you know some of that 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 same storm there's some light minor hail around the twin cities and the day after the storm at about one o'clock uh, I had a customer call me and she had three guys already knock on her door um that wanted to come out and do the work and she goes I'm just waiting for you guys I said that's I appreciate that we're going to get out there as fast as we can. Well, you know we, what we do in a storm, the way we triage a storm is um, the people that can't get in their homes uh, that need that kind of help first. We want to get out there where we can tarp and and protect homes from any further damage. Sure, we can get out there. You know we we're going to go around and do that. And I always refer back to I don't know it was two three years ago. There was a hailstorm that came up through Forest Lake. Um, was out at a customer's house and I'm going over my lead times with them. You know, it was a big storm that came through and we 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 didn't don't didn't quite have the capacity to install as many roofs then as we do right now. And uh, I had to tell him I said uh, unfortunately we're it's going to be about four months, maybe three if we're lucky, somewhere in between there before I can start the job. I'm going to make sure you know I don't think it's going to leak. It's some hail damage. There's no shingles missing, anything like that. Uh, we're going to make sure we can get you all taken care of, but it's going to be three months. Like, ah. You know, my neighbor, he, he's got signed up yesterday, and they're going to do it like in two weeks. I said, well, let's just, just you know, if, if you trust me, just, just let's hold judgment and see how this mm. works out. And I, I hear this all the time. We got done with the job. Three months later, it was exactly three months, and you know, it was we were in and out in in like three days, some minor siding, some some everything, in and out, done. He's happy. Never had to go back and adjust anything. A year and a half later, his neighbor, who had went with the guy that had been out there in two weeks, was still dealing with this contractor trying to get stuff done right. And then, of course, you know, the storm chasers. The the problem is. When the next big storm hits in Omaha or Tulsa or Cincinnati or wherever, that's where they are. So they they they're you know they're nomads. They they travel and, and work. I was talking to a contractor and I'm like, I hope this is the last storm we see this year. He goes, Why would you say that? It's 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 not fun. It's not fun for the customers to deal with. Everybody thinks I want. I'm waiting for hail to get away. Yeah. 
until you actually have to go through it and deal with it, it's a it's a pain in the butt. You never, and it's, there's always going to be some kind of out of pocket expenses that happen. Now, is it an excellent opportunity to do like what we did at your house? Yeah. you can upgrade some Perfect. things. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you are patient and, and and wait for that, but I I hear these crazy stories all the time, and and it just just unless your house is in dire needs, and if it is. Good contractors are going to find a way to get you get you fixed at least, at least temporarily, get, get you dried in at least. Yeah. So if, if you can be patient, wait for your local contractor, go through the process like you normally would. I'm look, look, looking to get this done on my house. I'm going to talk to my friends and family, see what they recommend. I'm going to check out Angie List, see what they recommend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check out the Better Business Bureau, see what they recommend. A little research. Do do your research. If if you haven't heard of this company, make sure you check them out. And don't always trust all of the online reviews. Try to find some some of their past That's a good work. Point. You know, for us, I don't know how we can go into almost every neighborhood. And you want to see some of our work, we can just go out and on the side of your street and start looking down the block and we'll find one <laughs> or two right. for you. And we can go down and talk to them. We don't have to screen them or anything. Let's just, we know we put, put some windows in over here. Let's go talk to them. They'll be happy. I, 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 I'm confident that they're going to be happy. My guys are pretty good. Absolutely. They must be, I think, what, three, four neighbors in our block or two have leaf guard gutters. So it's among other things. So I'll tell you what, Andy, we have to take a break. Let's invite our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, either by phone or by text, here's the phone number, 651-989-9226. We're already getting a bunch of text messages, which we'll pick up. Uh, and that text number is 81807. If that's easier for you to send a home improvement question via text, uh, it's 81807. I do have to say happy Memorial Day to you and, and thank oh, you for your service. The... I know you don't ever talk about that on the air, but uh, well, what Denny. About, what yeah. about all the people that uh, that never made it back? Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that's what this weekend is about. It is. All right. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show here on 830 WCC. You're presented to us uh, every Saturday by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, Andy Lindus in studio with us today. And as you can see, Andy, we've got uh, a, a line open if you want to use it, 651-989-9226. But a texter came in, uh, insulation question, what's more effective for an attic rolled R38 or blown insulation such as Lindis does? What do you think? Well, I think the blown in is going to be more consistent in, in, in how you put it in. Now, an R38 is going to be an R38 no matter the type of material that you're put in, putting in there. Some of the differences in, in blown in, for, for instance, a lot of times we're going to put in cellulose. Um, you're going to get a higher R value. Uh, in 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 less amount of inches than you are the actual fiberglass, but as it settles, it actually it seems to me it actually puts a crust, and I think there's less air movement that happens in cellulose than than fiberglass. Now, having said all that, if you're not going to go up there and do any attic air sealing, the the payback on your insulation is not going to be that great. When you're talking about insulating the attic, forget about the types of insulation, the recycled blue jeans and all the other stuff that they have out there to, to put in there and foil back this and, and I don't know, there's a whole bunch of different things you can put in your attic. But unless you're going to talk about attic air sealing and getting rid of things like the stack effect and where the electrical dumps are or where any of the piping comes into your attic or even your attic access, having having that properly sealed and a proper door put in, that, that's where you're losing the vast majority of your energy and the, the fact that you need to have the proper ventilation. 
I don't know how many times we get into people's attics and, you know, our roof job, we have to add, you know, $500, $600 to because there's just no, no soffit venting whatsoever. Or they, they, they had it at one point and then they had an insulator come in or they did it themselves and they, they completely closed all, all of the actual, you know, where, where, the, where the air is coming in from the soffit. So we have to go in there, dig it out, put the chutes in and... It can be a can be a process, but so your ventilation is just as important as your insulation. But if you're going to put in insulation without attic air sailing, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in. It's not worth it. Okay, thank you for the text. If you uh, want to send a text, eight one eight zero seven. Texter says this: Can you replace meaning Linda's uh, the deck in a screen porch? So how in the world would you do that? An, an existing deck that's covered by a porch now. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. Yes. Yes, you okay. can. Um, again, it's going to be one of those things we have to go through the design. I like to yeah. see how everything else is attached, if it's an open floor. Or, yeah, you don't know to if see that. If it's just a screened-in porch where you where it's an, on a built-on a normal deck where you can actually see down um, through the deck, or is it an insulated floor or what they have cooking. But, yeah, I know we can, we can work with that. 651-989-9226 is the phone number if you want to use that. Uh, let's see, Is uh, Jerry is calling from Matamita with a question. Go ahead, Jerry. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. See, I, I have a crawl space that has a port floor in it, and uh, I had a domestic water pipe leak and uh-huh. had a fair amount of damage done, mostly to personal property. But uh, there's a um, there was a knee wall that was built up against the block wall, just a wood uh, two-by-four wall with bad insulations and a, a plastic vapor barrier. Uh-huh. And the uh, insulation all got wet. The wood got wet. I dried it out with my dehumidifier, and my insurance man came over yesterday, and uh, he said he would. Um, he's telling me that the wood and the insulation and and all that's fine, um, but the insulation's black, and it appears to be there's a little some like white spots up against the wall. And I'm I'm thinking the M word there. I know everybody's mm-hmm. afraid of that, but. Uh, no, they don't, they don't. They don't want to cover any of it. But I'm thinking I should replace it. Yeah, I would. I don't know about the wood. A lot of times the wood can be saved, but the insulation once it gets wet, you're not a lot of drying out that's going to happen, or it's going to change the actual makeup of the insulation. The way insulation works is, you know, there's there's air there that 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 it's holding, and as it gets wet, it starts to compact. So at the very least, you've lost some of the R value of the insulation there. But if it's black. That's yeah. No, get that stuff out of there, and and uh, a lot of times the wood can be treated. Um, you know, the, these guys like Archer Home Services or Service Master that could do all this water restoration stuff. They have the oh, sprays. Yeah. They come in and they spray it all down, or you can get bleach too, and and just follow the directions on that and make sure it's well ventilated and all all of, all of that happy stuff. But if uh, if you know what's going on there, but I would I would definitely have another conversation with your adjusters. This brings me to a good point here, Dan. Okay, so. If you know, I uh, was with with my my uncle who had had water in his basement, and and he's one of those guys that actually does take the time to sit down, you know, with his insurance company every year, do the annual review, and uh, there was some sewer backup on on the water, and the sub pump failed, and ended up with an inch of water in the basement, and I'm 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 afraid that it's going to be wicked up into the walls. We're going to tear it into it next week, and and try to get a good look at it, but there was a, a rider 
that was like $8 a month to be on his insurance plan that he doesn't have any recollection of talking to to make sure that if the sub pump failed, it was covered. So for, you know, you're talking it could be four, five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 sure. in damage down there, especially if you have to get into the walls, that uh, if you need to talk to him, if you have this coverage, you need to ask, what happens if my basement gets wet? Am I covered? And then get it in writing. Because, I mean, for what it costs a lot a month and, and depending on who, who you have for an, an insurance person, um, it, it, it seems like a no-brainer to me. The, the, the expense, if you have any inkling that I could have water in my basement or maybe you've had a damp basement before, if we have like the, the two weeks we had previous to this, a lot of, I mean, that's every other call at my office right now, it seems like. I talked to Jesse. He's... He doesn't know what to do. He's, he's Meaning Jesse Trouble. Jesse Trouble, yeah, from safebasements.com. There. I mean, that, there was a lot of wet basements in the area. There's a lot of people that are going to be spending three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 to refinish their basement. You have carpeting in your basement? Oh, yeah. Saving the carpeting is a hard thing when it gets wet. It's, it really is. Uh, at the very least, you're going to get rid of the matting. And then you have to have a new mat put in and have their carpet restretched and you got to get all the fans going and, you know, it's, it's, it's a pain in the butt. And, and having that policy where you can say, all right, I'm covered. This company's going to come in, take care of it all, and never have to worry about it. That's, uh, that's, a, that's an easy thing. I, I definitely talk to your insurance adjuster again, Good. Jerry, and, uh, and, and go from there. And if you want, send me some pictures, andy at lindisco.com. Um, is my email address. Send me some pictures. I'll gladly take a look at it uh, and, and give me a, give you my opinion on what's going on and right. go from there. All right. We are going to take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. So folks on the line, hang on. And uh, the textures, we're going to pick up on those too. If you want to send a text, and that number is 81807, or if you have a home improvement question by phone, 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented every Saturday by our friends at Linda's Construction. Have I spelled it? I think I did, but I'll do it again. L-I-N-D-U-S, Andy Lindus is in studio. And as you can see, Andy, we've got uh, texters. We have callers as well. Uh, let's talk to Oz, who's calling from St. Louis Park. Good morning. What is your question for Andy, Oz? Uh, yes, I, I have a problem on my driveway. I have an area about uh, four, about four feet long that ranges from a few inches to up to a couple of feet under the driveway where the soil has eroded out from under there. And I'm wondering what the best way to, um, or to get that corrected or if there's a, a company you could suggest uh, to me to um, fill that in, Andy. Yeah, what type of driveway? It's a cement driveway. Cement driveway. I would give the guys, I know it's, this is weird, they're not a driveway company, but call uh, safebasements.com, Jesse Treble. They do the foam jacking, and what they do is they'll 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 actually they'll, they'll, they drill small holes. You know, there's mud jacking, sand jacking, and foam jacking. What I like about the foam jacking is the holes are much smaller, and because it's a foam, it expands and contr- you know expands as it gets gets you know filled gets up. Filled up, and it's actually going to compact the soil a little bit. And I just think that it's going to be a more stable. Um, solution than than the either sand jacking or mud jacking. Having said that, I know a lot of people that have done both of those things and had good luck. But that's where I would start. It's probably going to be your 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 cheapest. Is the concrete in good shape? Is it? Is oh, it? Yeah, the concrete is in good shape. Now it's it it's uh, the the area that's uh, deteriorated that's under the, that's uh, that's um, where the soil is gone is 
uh, reachable from the edge of the driveway? Could they just shoot it in uh, from the edge of the driveway then, Andy? Possibly. Possibly. I'd have to see the exact situation that yep. you have. And okay. usually when, when, when we're doing this is because the concrete is settled. Um, oh, well, you're, this you're... is not settled. It's okay. just at the end of the, the particular piece that's, that's, um, uh, that started to where it's, where it's away from the edge, you know, where the soil is away, is about a, an eight-foot wide stretch. So the, the, it has not settled yet. It's, um, yeah, you... it's completely open on the side because there's a hill that goes down beyond it. So um, uh, it would be easy to just, it would seem to just put the stuff in from the side of the driveway. Yeah, it, it very well could be. You might be working with a landscaper, though, than, more than Jesse. But I, I, would, I would start there, take some pictures and, and talk to them, see if you can send them some pictures of what's going on and see what their thoughts are. Um, but it, it sounds like you need to get some landscaping done, too. It shouldn't be washing out. Do you know why it's washing out or where it's coming from? I, mean, I know we've had crazy rains here, Oz, but um, has this uh, been a long, ongoing issue or something new? Well, I've just noticed it, so I really don't know. It's the first time I've noticed it. Hmm. So, um, okay, I really appreciate your information. Thanks very much, Andy. No problem. Good luck. Thank you, Oz, for the call. And Oz leaves that line open for your home improvement question at 651-989-9226. I I hate dealing with driveways. I'm dealing with my own right now. (laughs) It's just a a pain in the butt, and then you get at the the pricing, and they're all like, and then I saw an aerial picture of my house the other day, and I'm like, God, even the from space, my driveway looks bad. I said, I said, I need, I need to get, I need to get it replaced. I, uh, yeah. uh, but I've been putting it off way too long. And I, I mean, put it folk, off. I, I put mean, it off so long. The, the space station laughing. I yeah, over. <laughs> I, I put it off so long now. It's like, you know, it's going to end up costing me more money to get it repaired before they can overlay it. And I've been, I've been putting it off and putting it off because I don't want to deal with it. Now See, I even, have to. Even construction company guys have uh, shoemakers. Uh, kids uh, never yes, have shoes. Isn't right? That true. All right, Texture says, we're selling our home. The patio concrete below our deck needs to be removed. What's the least expensive way to put up a, put a nice-looking area underneath to replace the broken-up concrete? Well, you could do, you know, brick. You could do... Pavers, if you're going to look at it, you can do yeah. on your own, or, you know, it's, you can't really do an overlay, or, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to tear out all of the old, uh, and then just build a little deck down there. It sounds um, like if, if the the person that's sending the text has the ability or the desire to do it, right, just, just to make that little uh, patio, you're, you're on your own. You could yeah, do that. Yes, you could. You could, you could. you could pour your own patio, too, if you that's knew what, true. what you're doing. and. Um, and, and that might actually be cheaper than the actual pavers. I haven't priced out both um, uh, materials. I'd have to look at that, but, it, I mean, something that I would take a look at, yeah. All right, 651-989-9226. I see uh, one line is open if you would like to uh, fill it, 651-989-9226. Uh, after, Texter says this, after pressure washing my deck to remove the old damaged uh, silicon stain, how long should I let it dry before applying a new stain? Well, you don't have to do that personally anymore because of your Zuri mm-hmm. deck. But if you still had a wood deck like me, I would let it, I, maybe just because I'm kind of funny mm-hmm. that way, I would let it, if we have three or four straight days without rain, what would you think? Yes. Doing Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it, you got all summer. You know, you want to get the stain to last as long as you possibly can. And I don't know. Silicon stain, or maybe they meant stickens. I don't know if they're taking it off or, or what. Autocorrect. 
gets the best that, of me all the right, time too. That's true. Um, but you know, pressure wash it. Get rid of all the loose stuff. With the, if it sickens, you don't have to remove it all or use a stripper. But I would still use a brightener and conditioner. Yes. And then again, I'm with you. Three days. Three days anyway. Make sure it's completely dry and then get after it. All right. Uh, Glenn is calling from Hutch with a question. Glenn, you're on with Andy. Yeah, Andy, I got a question. Uh, I got a crumbling uh, surface of my foundation. I was wondering, is there any product out there that you could, that would, you know, if you keep scratching at it, so to speak, you, you, you feel like you'd probably be inside the house. <laughs> but is there, it, it's a 1930s house, you know, old farm place. Black but, wall or is it just you know, like a? It's poured. It's all poured. Is this like the like the like nineteen thirties? You got the big rocks in the foundation. Yeah, there's there. Well, it's not a stone wall, but there are rocks within the pour, of course. But uh, <laughs> with, with, uh, you know, this is again. Oh, this I should have had Jesse in on this. Show. I should say we should have. But uh, where where are you at in Hutch? Yeah, yeah, I, I know his dad Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call up Dad Paul and say I need Jesse to come out and tell me what to do here. Yeah, um, safe basements. Yeah, there's 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 products you can put on there, and there's ways to save that foundation. And if there's a way, the 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 trouble's out. And yeah, they're right in your neck of the woods there, Glenn. You got his number? I do. One <laughs> one <laughs> second. Look at us. <laughs> I, I should have remembered it from the the commercial displayed about twenty minutes ago. Okay. Safe SafeBasements dot com is the name of the website. Safe okay. SafeBasements dot com. And the phone number is... Here we go. Everybody got a pen, a pencil. Here we go. <laughs> do, do, uh-huh. 800 430 5851. 800 430 5851. And I have Jesse's cell phone number, but I didn't, it saved in my Probably phone. Not. I could have gotten yes, that yes, a little bit yes. faster. I don't know if he wants me giving that over there. Probably not. No, you, we'll, better, you better keep that alone. Otherwise, we'll have problems. <laughs> uh, you go for it, Glenn. All right. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks very much. Yeah, call call the dad. Get him over there. Perfect. Right. Uh, let's see. I want to get. Uh, I don't want to break quite yet. So let's uh, let's hang on there. Let's do Phyllis in Golden Valley. Phyllis, you're on with Andy. Hi, Andy. Hey, Phyllis. How are you? Okay. Good. Um, my house is about sixty years old, and these closet doors are falling off. The sliding doors. Yeah. And I think the track by now is probably destroyed because we've put them back and forth so many times. It happens. Can I make regular, take these doors and just make regular opening doors? You could, but the, the, I would look at some of the, the, the closet doors that you have available now in the, in the different track systems out there, too. Um, I know you, you're probably frustrated because you've been dealing with, well, you've been in the house 60 years, and probably on a yearly basis you got a closet door falling off the track yeah. if you're like a... Like most of the way, most of these are designed, but the way they're designed now, I think they are a little bit heavier duty. I, I, I would look at that just from a space standpoint. You only put it on there. You, you can put a door in anything, but the, the reason why they use those folding doors is from a space standpoint to be able to open it up in the rooms. But I would, uh, if you're really interested in that, have a professional come out and take a look at it and give you your options. All right, very good. I'll tell you what we need to do, Andy. We have to take a break. We have more show to come, folks. On the line, stay there. And texters will pick up on your text messages when we uh, come back as well. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show. Andy Linda's with me here on this Saturday morning. We're here every Saturday, by the way. 
in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Linda's construction. Andy, we have callers, we have texters. Let's uh, see if we can't help both. Uh, Nick is calling from New Brighton, Minnesota. How can we help you, Nick? Yeah, just wondering, I'm uh, painting my deck, and then should I get the oil base uh, or uh, or latex base? This thing. I'm sorry, the signal is not that great here, Nick. Would you repeat your question? Okay, my question is that should I get the oil base? Yes, oil base. Not the latex. Water not the latex. Wouldn't you say, Andy? Yes, always. That's, yeah. that's, we've had best luck with the oil base. Yeah, have you base. have you heard us talking about uh, Sickens or uh, Penafin? Yeah, I, I Sickens. Where do I find Sickens? What would you say, Andy? Hirschfields, uh, Ace Hardware, yeah. uh, places like that. I've used. I haven't used Sickens, but I've used Penafin, and that Penafin. I found that I found at an Ace Hardware store in Chanhassen. I see. Okay, but the uh, uh, you said that latex uh, water base is not a good one. Correct. No. Because uh, we, we think that the oil base penetrates better. I see. Okay, thank you. All right, good luck, Nick. Thanks I'm for bye. the call. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, 651-989-9226. Yes, we still have time for your questions. Uh, how about a text? Do, 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 do. Okay. I don't know if you can see anything over there, Andy. It's easier for you to read it than me, I think. Uh, how do you repair water damage to a textured ceiling as a small area? Um the best way, I think, is if you can repair that one small area of the texture and then repaint the entire ceiling. I haven't seen – no, I've seen some stuff online that I haven't used yet uh, that supposedly blends in well. But usually, you know, your ceiling has changed color over the years. It's 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 yellowed a little bit or darkened a little bit over time. So you put the new stuff on there and it just – it always – for me, you know, I, I've tried a couple of different times, and it's just your eyes are always drawn to it. You always know it's a patch. Oh, so, yeah. so customers, we we've had pretty good luck when we we retexture it and then repaint the entire ceiling and go from there. A lot of times, what people ask me, like, let's damage right there. We're going to take that off. What's it going to take to get rid of all of this popcorn textured mm-hmm. ceiling? And, um, uh, I have one of those. I, I, but you know, it was it was cool back in the day to have sparkles in your ceiling. It was it was <laughs> the thing to have. You needed to have yeah. the sparkles. It wasn't wasn't a good ceiling unless it had sparkles in it. Oh, we've in, come across this problem before. 91. First of all, it doesn't say uh, with the text, but uh, where did the water damage come from, and has that problem been solved? Yeah, that's that's step one. Don't yeah. go through this twice. Don't clean it up, paint it, or whatever, and then have it's more not water. a one time thing. Yeah. Don't don't think that I've never had this water before. It'll never happen again. If it happened once, it'll happen again. Texture says, my floors are cracking and uh, crackling and squeaking. What can be done to eliminate that? The uh, house was built in 1959. Uh, does Linda's help with that kind of a problem? That, that we've talked about that, mm-hmm. especially if the floor underneath, the room underneath is unfinished, yep. like an unfinished basement. You can attack it from underneath there. You can attack it from underneath there. I've heard of people that have carpet that are putting screws in through the carpet to to try to tighten up the floor. Um, I've heard of people putting on powder to try to get in there to, to get into between the wood to, to do it. I don't know if that's been successful or not. This isn't really something that we specialize in. We're more, you know, we, we, we rip stuff out and replace it. Um, but, yeah, you can try some things. If you search this online... Uh, you can come up with some ideas, but I've never heard of any of them being a hundred percent. You know, I this is this is like a brand new home. That's you know, there's there's pros and cons of living in a house that is darn near a hundred years old. Trust me, I, I know. I, uh, I I have one, and uh, and we do have some some squeaky floors, but 
but uh, the the character of that house and the location of the house, the maturity of all my landscape, all of that stuff, it's it's it's, it's unrepeatable with then what what you can do with a brand new house. So you got to take the pros and the cons with that and and go from there. But there's some things you can do with with screwing it together and tightening it up and. But I don't know how much how successful that that's going to be for you. There are a couple of deck questions, Andy. Uh, what's the best way to clean uh, like moss from a composite deck board? That's one. Uh, and then there's another one, the TimberTech product that you know, uh, a composite deck. What kind? Uh, what kind of care does that require? Does it scratch easily with moving deck furniture? So a couple of questions about the composite deck. Now, the removing moss. From a uh, a, a composite deck that we don't know the brand, mm-hmm. what, what would you suggest? Pressure washing or not? Uh, yes. Well, I have I have two decks at my house. One is twenty ish years old. Okay. I want to say, yeah, probably even older than that. Maybe twenty five years old. Okay, and it's the original, uh, like first line of composite decking. And it's porous. It's got these little weep holes that, you know, it goes in tongue and groove. It's got these little weep holes where the water's supposed to drain out. But unless you got them free and clear, water sits on it. And I get, gets, gets moldy every now and then. It gets turned green. There's oh, an LG oh, stain okay, on it. Sure. And what I did, well, my, my, my lovely seventh grade daughter did actually with me. I, I brought a, you know, little five gallon bucket and a, a pretty strong brush, some Dawn dish soap. And we, we, we scrubbed it with that and then went after it with a pressure washer and it removed all of the mold that way. Now, from, from durability of the decking, the TimberTech is a pretty good durable. Having said that, if you do move some stuff on it, you can scratch it. Now, there's pros and cons with the two types of deckings that we do. Uh, I think that the, the TimberTech and the AZEC materials over time get less dirty. Um, but aren't nearly as durable as the Zuri product. Like like I was talking about right. my Zuri product, you can see footprints on it every now and then. And I think I'm like I'm out there with the Swiffer, Molly. So what, are you Swiffering the deck right now? I'm like, yeah, I want to try to get rid of the our doggy mud paw prints because all the the the, the you know yard has just been a swamp. So uh, it doesn't do that. But having said that, we're moving some furniture around. We have this old dresser. And my 15-year-old drops it as as hard as you can drop a dresser on my deck. I'm thinking, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, you know, right in front of the front door. This is going to be like the first area people's eyes come to if they ever come to my house. I'm thinking I'm replacing three deck boards. Not a scratch. Not a scratch. There's no damage to it whatsoever. It is as durable as a decking as I've ever been around. Like I've taken my key and on on a piece of sample and – and in, trying to in, key the yeah, floor. Trying to key the floor, and, and, and you can't. It does does a good job. Um, it is durable. It does get a little bit more dirty than the ASEC or the TimberTech material, but but you, you don't have kinda, to stain it. You don't have to stain it, and you don't have to to worry about it. Every now and then, some Dawn dish soap and a hose is about all the maintenance that you're going to need on those decks. I wouldn't even say you would have to pressure wash mm-hmm. any of those. Some into some, sure. some dish soap and and uh, and a hose, and you, you should be good to go. Well, I tell you, speaking of going, we're just almost gone here on the show. But I know, and and speaking about Linda's construction earlier today, that you've got some specials that uh, here we are toward the end of the month. Yes, we are. Uh, Tell tell me what what kind of, is it like 75% off? 75% off of installation labor. And and, and, and I'm telling you, it's it's, get in now. This goes for what now? What product? Leaf Guard Gutters. Season Guard windows, Marvin Infinity windows, which uh, we've had some really good luck. Customers oh, good. really like those. GAF asphalt roofing. Right now, you can get on on those deals and uh, and get your house all fixed up, ready to go for the summer. 
All right, and of course, the easiest way to get in touch with uh, with Andy and the rest of the good crew at uh, at Lindis Construction is one eight hundred Leaf Guard. What about your website, LindisConstruction.com, A brand new website, only a couple weeks old. We you can go there. You can see anything. You can see case studies. You can see customers' houses. You, you can you if you want to research us, it's a great spot to do it. Excellent, Andy. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir.